let's turn to Proverbs chapter 21. Actually, I'm, I'm going to do something different today. I've got a, quite a few verses of scripture that I want to address the topic on this morning. So get a pen, get a paper, because this is going to, I believe, help you in your walk with Jesus. Amen. As the kids are going to the kids' church, God bless you. Thank you to the workers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Okay, so today I'm going to address the topic this morning that's been stirring upon my heart. That's been stirring upon my heart for weeks. And I believe that, you know, God wants to bring to our attention the topic of gossip today. Uh, most of us, maybe it's you today that you've been prone to gossip. You've uh, had someone gossip about you. Maybe you've had someone gossip to you about someone else. And so today we need to be careful of people who gossip. Can you say amen? Because I want to tell you, people who gossip are worse than thieves. That's right. Gossipers are worse than thieves because they steal someone else's dignity. They steal someone else's reputation. They steal someone else's value. They steal and destroy people's lives, making it so difficult to restore. There's a spirit behind gossip, and it's found in John chapter 10. Verse 10, it's the enemy, the devil himself. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. People who gossip are doing the dirty work of the devil. People who gossip are being enticed by a spirit of the devil. And he's begin to, or he or she begins to move according to what the devil is character is known. And that is to steal, kill, and destroy. And so I want to preach a very simple message today entitled, you ready? My big fat mouth. <laughs> Amen. I want to preach a message, my big fat mouth. I believe God's word today is to challenge us. And I believe the Holy Spirit through his word, through the Holy Scriptures are going to deal with our big fat mouths. Come on. We need to be a people that say, you know, if we're going to be believers, if we're Christians, that we need to understand this issue of gossip. Oh, I wish I had someone here to help me preach this morning. Come on, we need to be a people, a believer that would say, you know what? No, I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to give in to this uh, gossip. I'm going to guard my mouth. Amen. Proverbs 21 verse 23 it says, whoever, whoever guards your mouth. Listen very carefully. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from trouble. Gossipers are troublemakers. I want you to understand this. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. But someone who gossips is someone who don't guard their mouth. Someone who gossips is someone who causes trouble. There's a quote, and I like this quote. It says this, when your feet slips, you can recover your balance. But when your tongue slips, you cannot recover your words. Being a gossiper says more about you and your big fat mouth <laughs> than it does about the people you talk about. James 1 verse 26, this is a sober reminder. Listen to this verse. If anyone among you thinks he or she is religious and does not bridle his or her tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one religion, this one's religion is useless. This one's religion is useless. You might be here this morning, you call yourself a Christian. 
But yet, you blabber, you talk. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Oh, did you hear about the, did, did you hear? And so we talk, talk, talk. And it's, this is right here. James says, listen, your religion, the one that you've got, this kind of Christianity you got, it's useless. And the Bible is so clear about gossipers. And I want you and I as a church to get a sense of God's heart, to get a sense of God's heart through his word about gossip. Because why? Why is it so important? Because I've seen it firsthand what gossip does to people. I've been involved with it firsthand seeing people's marriages break down. I've seen it firsthand seeing people's friendships being broken down because of gossip. The Bible tells us, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 21, uh, 29. Listen to this. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. People who gossip are people who hurt people. People who gossip are people who don't care about people's feelings. In fact, they bring people down. And the Bible says, listen, we ought to bring people up. We ought to edify people. We ought to speak words that would encourage people. So every drama queen listening today, listen. God knows about your big fat mouth. Every man here today, listen, you're a drama queen as well. Come on now, let's not be drama queens when it comes to gossip. We ought to, we ought to do this. <laughs> I ain't going there. I'm not going to talk about other people. Come on, help me preach this morning. This is God's word here today that we ought to, you know what, be firm on this. And say, listen, I'm not going to listen to any of your garbage. Hey, can I get a witness today? Those that, you know what, the people that you talk to. That you talk about, has your words, you know, has it built them up? Those that have heard you gossip, that you've gone to, and those people, those poor people that have heard you gossip and spewed on them, has it benefited their life? Leviticus 19, verse 16, listen to this. You shall not go around as a gossip among your people, and you are not to act against the life of your neighbor with slander or false testimony. I am the Lord. This is God. He's saying, I know what you're doing. God is speaking, saying, I know what you're doing with your mouth. God's word is clear on people who gossip and slander. Psalms chapter 101, verses 5. Listen to this. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him I will not endure. I mean, God's heart is incredibly moved for people. God's heart is incredibly compassionate to those who are broken, those who are weary. God's heart calls and invites people to come. But yet, Christians and believers are doing the dirty work of the devil. There are people that come in and are broken, but yet some people with their mouths are causing more destruction with their words. And I come here today to preach God's word because it is my duty to guard the flock of God. It is my duty as a preacher to address the issue of gossip because it leads to rebellion. It leads to division amongst God's people. And so when you begin to hear the word of God, let it begin to convict you of your words and how you speak. Let it convict you. Let God's spirit begin to remind you and say, listen, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be going around talking about so-and-so's business. That's none of my business. Amen. So let's talk about Christians and gossip. Number one. 
You might think gossip is found in movies, mean girls. You might think gossip is only restricted to high school. Or you might think, you know what, gossip is only for those who work in an office, who stand around the printer. Yabla, 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 yabla. But what I found, listen, gossip can be found within Christian circles. Come on. I mean, I found that actually gossip is worst among the Christians. I'm like, my goodness. (laughs) I know I'm about to ruffle some feathers today. I know I'm about to get someone's house this morning and preach about someone today because, listen, God's word is reminding us we need to be challenged with the truth. Can you say amen? amen? Because the truth is what will set you and I free. So every gossiper today, get a handle on your big fat mouth. <laughs> let, let, let the Spirit of God be at work right now. Can, can I remind you, stop doing the dirty work of the devil because gossip destroys people. It destroys the body of Christ. I mean, think about it. It's just like people who bully others. The same way people begin to treat others is the same way bullies are. They pull them down with their words. Can I say this? Many are simply so bored out of their minds. They're not content in their own lives that they got to, you know what, try find drama in someone else's life. They got to try and find, pick things in people's lives so they can, you know what, make themselves feel a little bit better. Can I say this? Stay out of people's lives. <laughs> Stay out of their lives. The Bible declares, mind your own business. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. This is a good verse to remember. Listen to this. That you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work. Underline that. If you're not working, to work. Oh, whoa. To work with your own hands as we commanded you. If you're bored, if, if you're bored and you know what, all you do is gossip. Number one, get your heart right with God. And number two, get a job. <laughs> stop, you know what, stop, get, 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 get a job and stop, you know what, thinking about what happened here and there. Get your heart right and get a job. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 13. I'm preaching to someone today. Listen to these verses here. And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house. And not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things which they are not to. I mean, the spirit behind gossip is a demonic spirit. The devil uses gossip as a tool to separate best of friends. The devil uses gossip to separate families, mothers with their daughters, fathers with their sons. Gossip begins to break and begins to unravel the church. Gossipers, they come under this invisible cloak, well-intended dragons. Oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to see. Well-intended dragons in the church. They might look good. They might sound nice. They might have a nice little, oh, yeah. But, man, it's a dragon. It's a spirit when you begin to gossip. And I want to tell you, be careful that those who come to gossip to you, because what ends up happening is when you hear gossip, you begin to be enticed. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. The Amplified Version says it like this. The words of a whisperer or a gossip are like dainty morsels to be greedily eaten. They go down into the innermost chambers of the body to be, to be remembered and mused upon. Listen, your words when you go to gossip about certain people, about their business. 
Listen, you know what ends up happening to the hearer? They begin to go into their heart. They begins to be filtered down into their life. So now when they see the person that you've been gossiping about, they begin to have their own perspective now set upon this person that you've that you come to church together with. That now is, you know, it's like, oh, praise the Lord, hallelujah. It's like, you know, because someone told me about you. And so we've got our guard up. And this is what I mean about gossip. It begins to now uh, allow people who begin to eat this, this what they've been hear, hearing. And it goes down deep into their bodies and affects them how they view the other person. So let's talk about number two. How should Christians respond to gossip? First of all, acknowledge that it is gossip. You got to stop that gossiper, the one with the big mouth. <laughs> Stop them right in their tracks. Tell them directly, listen, this is gossip. Because what usually starts off as small talk suddenly takes a turn. I heard about, you know, did you, oh, did you see? And whenever you hear others talking about someone, ask yourself the question, what is this point of this conversation? I mean, you got to think about what you're doing right now. What is the point of this conversation? Is it to name and shame them? Is it to, you know what, bring them down? Is it, uh, what is it? Is it to talk about someone's personal life? I mean, this is it. When you feel uncomfortable and you know the Holy Spirit is signaling red flags, gossiper alert. Don't let yourself be enticed by it. Listen, how do Christians respond? Write it down. You got to confront gossip and you got to shut it down. Come on, you got to confront gossip and you got to shut that thing down. Because once you realize it's gossip, can I encourage you? You know what? You're not going to be liked. But guess what? It's better to be respected than liked. Come on now. So many people, we live in an Instagram world, Facebook world. Like, 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 like. No one wants to be respected because of the fact they're being the bad person. Can I tell you as a Christian, you're going to have some friends who will be like, you know what? I don't like you. But listen, it's better to be respected than to be liked. It's better to be right with God and to say, you know what, brother, sister, I love you. But I'm not going to enter into this conversation. You got to say it and say, you know what, this is gossip. Exodus chapter 23, verse 1. Do not spread false reports. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. I mean those words, do not spread rumors, false reports. And if you're a hearer of the gossiper, don't help them continue their talk. Confront the person about the gossip and shut it down. Gossipers have an agenda to betray. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 19. A gossip betrays a confidence, so avoid anyone who talks too much. I mean, we have to be careful when it comes to this issue right here. Because as we begin to go forward as a church... God wants to advance the kingdom. God wants us to move forward, go ahead. But yet people are here dying because of gossip, because of words being spoken. And so we got to go and help people put their lives back together. I'm telling you, this can be avoided when you begin to handle on your mouth. So remind the person who's gossiping. Remind them about the God's words on gossip. Ask them how this conversation is going and help the person that's in question. Ask them, you know what, have you helped this person? Have you, you know, decided to reach out to them? You've got you to put it back on them. Have, have they received, uh, has they reached out to this person for help? Or is this conversation just for their own personal satisfaction? I mean, yes, they'll be, 
mad or they'll be disgruntled. But you know what? Church people should know better. Christian people should know better not to gossip. Remind them God's word tells us we are to build, we are to encourage, uplift others, not to turn or tear them down or gossip about them. Remind them whatever the story is, it's not yours to share. Amen. Whatever the story is, it's not your, your story to share. Proverbs chapter 26 verse 20 says this, Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no tailbearer, strife ceases. I mean, this is a good scripture. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. Where there is no tailbearer, strife ceases. I mean, we like to pray for unity, and we should. We like to pray, God, bring revival, and we should. But really, people need to stop gossiping. Really, that's when strife begins to cease. That's when the fire begins to go up because people aren't throwing logs on the fire. The fire begins to dwindle down. And so I want to encourage someone today. I want to challenge someone today. Don't add more wood to the fire. Because if you do, listen, watch your friendships burn. If you do, if you're throwing wood in the fire, watch your relationships burn. Watch your church burn. That's why we need to address this issue of gossip because God doesn't like it and God hates gossip. Therefore, we as believers, we as a church must not entertain it. We need to be putting out the fires. We need to confront the person who's starting the fires. We need to shut down the conversations. I mean, not just ignoring it and walk, walking away. Which one of you would see a, a burning house and just say, oh, yep, cool, it's just burning down. I'm just going to walk away. No, you do something about it. You'd call someone. You'd call the fire. You'd, you'd be looking for some hose, rubber hose, get that thing out. And the same way, we ought to not walk away from gossip and just ignore it. If someone has a problem, listen, it's not new, you, your news to tell others. And if someone is speaking to you about someone else's problem, confront them. Shut it down. Because godliness, listen, leads coming from gossip. Gossip leads to ungodliness. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. I mean, think about that for a minute. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Ignoring gossip is the same as a person spreading gossip. So we must not ignore. We are to be, uh, as the Bible declares in in Titus chapter 3, verse 2, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate and always to be gentle toward everyone. I mean, that's the spirit behind every believer, to be gentle, to be peaceable, to be considerate. I mean, if you're around non-believers and, and uh, at work, it's easy. You can change the subject. But when you're around so-called Christians, and you've confronted them and you've shut down the conversation, change the climate of the conversation into a positive one. When I hear talking, uh, you know, when others talking bad about someone or pointing out someone else's flaws in them, I like to simply point out, and I, I go overboard with it, something great about this person that's been talked about. I mean, I go over the top, talk about this person. 
You know, it could have been something they've done, a kind gesture that I've seen them do and when no one's looking, just when, uh, you know what, we, we need to put a spin on it. Talk about them in a positive light. Because it begins to bring their picture, be like, oh, wait a minute, I, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. You know, because we, we don't want to bring people down. We want to encourage people. We want to build them up. And so how do Christians respond to gossip? Number one, confront the person. If it's gossip, shut it down. Number two, remind them about God's word on gossip. And once you've done that, thirdly, pray. Pray. Remind them whatever that thing is that's bothering them about this person. Pray. I mean, prayer is so much more helpful than idle chatter and just gossiping about them. Philippians 2 verse 3. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others than himself. We're called, church, to esteem others. We're called to build each other up, to hold each other up, not to tear, to tear each other down. Let's not forget to pray for the one who's gossiping. Let's not forget to pray for them and say, listen, I'm going to pray for you because I'm not going to enter into this conversation. God, help us to keep our big fat mouths under control. God, help us, show us, help us to guard our mouths. Psalms chapter 141 verse 3 says it like this, Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. We ought to do that. Let this be the prayer of us. Say, you know what, God, set a guard over my mouth. Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. The Bible tells us the, the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? And I want to bring this to our forefront of our minds today. And I want us to be reminded about God's word about gossiping, that he hates gossips, that his word is clear about gossiping. And we need to shut it down because I'm telling you, it'll rip your relationships apart and it will begin to, de, uh, begin to dissemble what God is working here in this church. We're praying for unity. Let's keep praying for it and let's confront gossip. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed today very simple message a sobering message i believe god would want to deal with individuals deal with people about the issue of gossip god help us as a church that you are pleased with us god that we not just come to church and just ignore each other but true disciples that love one another God, the true disciples, that don't, that's not just fake, but real and confront when needed. Help us, Lord God, with such graciousness, God, to, to speak with others, Lord God, who is spreading gossip, to confront and to shut it down, Lord. I pray you continue to build this congregation, Lord God, and you begin to bring people into this congregation where they've been hurt by gossip, where they've been hurt and betrayed by people who gossip. Let the church be different and separate where they can realize in this church that love abides, that Christ abides in this house. And there's no room for gossip. I want to give an invitation this morning. You're here today and I want to ask you the question, are you right with God? 
Are you right with God today? If you were to die in your sins this morning, would you spend eternity in heaven or would you spend eternity in hell? The Bible talks about hell. Jesus spoke about hell. An outer darkness, gnashing of teeth. Where the worm does not die, where the fire is not quenched. Jesus spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. And Jesus says in his word, you must be born again. We're sinners, you and I, we're all sinners. We've done so many bad things. We have sinned. We've fallen short of God's standards. And Jesus tells us that we must be born again to enter, to inherit the kingdom. I wonder, you're here today, I wonder, are you born again? I mean, really, you're not just a Christian, you're just on Sundays, yeah, I go to church. No, listen, are you born again? Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Maybe you're here this morning, can I ask you the question, where will you spend eternity if you were to die today? The Bible says very clearly, it's appointed for man to die once and then comes judgment. Today, my friend, are you right with God? Are you born again? Will you make heaven your home? If that's you, you know your heart's not right with God. You know you're living in sin. You know you wouldn't make heaven your home. You know if you were to die today, you'd be going to hell. But today, God is reaching out. He's giving you an opportunity to respond. If that's you today, won't you raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I'm not right with God. Pray for me. I'll count it a privilege to pray for you. Lift your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I'm not right with God. I need to be saved. I want to be born again. Raise your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. Maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you once had a relationship with God, but you've gone away. You've fallen away from the Lord. God is dealing upon your heart today. Won't you raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. God bless you. I see that hand. Anyone else want to join this honest heart and say, yep. You know God is speaking to you. You feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you today to give your life to Jesus. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He died on the cross to take your sins and my sins. He died on the cross so that you can be forgiven. He died on the cross so that He became the bridge so we can move from this life into eternity in heaven. But will you begin to surrender your life? Will you give your life to Jesus today? You raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. With this honest heart, you lift your hand with this and say, yep, that's me. You're backslidden, you're not right with God. You know you're living in sin and you wouldn't make heaven your home. Raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved, I need to be born again. God bless you, thank you for lifting your hand. Anyone else wanna lift their hand today as well? Say, yes, pray for me, I need Christ. I need to be forgiven. Would you raise your hand with this honest heart and say, yes, that's me. Pray for me, pastor, I wanna be forgiven.